Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that the salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. As we come into the holiday season from now through Christmas, I'll be covering the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ in anticipation of Jesus's imminent return. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what his spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. We all need to know how to find unspeakable joy. Christmas 2020 should be a season of joy, right? For me, Christmas Day will be the first anniversary of my mom's death. Not much joy there. Moreover, we are still in the midst of a pandemic. Yes, we have vaccines that will be available soon, but we don't know if it will eradicate the virus eventually if everyone takes it. We also don't know if everyone will take it or if people will be forced to take it. As of this writing, we still are not absolutely sure who will be the next, who will be taking the oath of office for the presidency of the United States on January 20th. I keep telling myself that no matter who it is, God is still in command, Jesus still is king, and the rapture will happen and can happen any day now. That, my friend, is where I get my joy. My joy is in the promise that God made us, that whosoever believes that his son Jesus is the Messiah is saved from hell. Furthermore, he came to wash away our sins with his blood on the cross and that he defeated death by rising on the third day and subsequently will defeat Satan and his cronies in the end. Joy is a choice. Christmas is the season of joy, isn't it? I mean, we're told that when Jesus was born, what was going on there? That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. Fear not, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story was astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. 
the shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. And that's in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And if you go a couple of a few, we just did a whole Bible study on uh, Luke chapter 2. And you can dig deeper. The link is in uh, my blog, or you can search um, within the podcast app to find to find that one. Um, it starts with uh, God came down. Um, the shepherds were the first evangelists. How in the world can we mere humans be filled with the joy the shepherds had that night? Well, I'm going to borrow from Dr. Jim Dennison, uh, one of the best pieces of advice I've read this year. <clears throat> and there's a link to uh, the article I got this from in my blog. How can we have and share the joy of Jesus in this season as we celebrate his birth? The answer is not to wait until the world is more joyful. When the pandemic is finally over, other fears and threats will take its place. The answer is to seek joy, a sense of well-being that transcends circumstances. Rather than happiness, which is based on happenings. It is to make joy a choice rather than a circumstance. Then he lists three steps to joy. First, identify the source of true joy. Jesus spoke of, quote unquote, my joy, which would be ours. And we're reading from John um, chapter 17, verse 13. And Jesus said, now I am coming to you. I told them many things while I was with them in this world, so they would be filled with my joy. The prophet Zephaniah assured us that our Lord, quote, will rejoice over you with gladness, unquote. And that's from Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. And that reads, for the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty savior. He will take delight in you with gladness. With his love, he will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. And King David testified, quote unquote, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. And that's from Psalm 1611. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. Your God is a God of joy. Second, settle for nothing less than the joy of the Lord. We can, quote, rejoice in the Lord always because the Lord is always the source of joy. Philippians 4.4 reads, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Um, and his son, Craig Dennison, notes, quote, we are not made to carry burdens that steal our joy and keep us from the abundant life Jesus died to give us, unquote. If you are not experiencing the joy of the Lord today, the fault is not his. Third, submit to the spirit who produces joy. Scripture commands us to be filled and controlled each day by the Holy Spirit. We read in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 through 19. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. 
Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, and making music to the Lord in your hearts. So go ahead and sing those Christmas carols. When we make this choice, one part of the fruit of the Spirit that results is joy. We find that in Galatians five twenty-two to twenty-three. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. If you have the joy of the Lord, it's because you're filled with His Spirit. If you do not have the joy of Jesus today, it's because you're not filled with His Spirit. And over in my blog. I have a video. I embedded a video from、uh, Dr. Jim Dennison. It's what does the Bible say about the fruit of the spirit, and it's really good if you and and it's you want to dig deeper on the fruit of the spirit. If you, you know, it's not it's not. It, I mean, it took me I don't know how many readings and Bible studies and this to really understand it. So it it won't hurt to watch that video. And also in the bottom, I've got a couple of songs for you, but. When it comes down to it, it's your choice. If you want the joy of the Lord, you need the Lord in your heart. And Jesus told us in Revelations chapter three, verse twenty: "Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends." He's knocking at the door to your heart. Isn't it time you let him in? If you don't know how to do that. If you're not sure what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says "Learn How to Invite Jesus into Your Heart." And at the bottom of my blog, I put two joyful videos. One of them, and it's not a Christmas song, but it fits perfectly. It's by King and Country. It's it's joy, and、um, it's I choose joy. And then we have a modernized version of the classic "Joy of the World" by Chris Tomlin. So, be joyful this Christmas season, because Jesus brings us joy. Soli Deo Gloria to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps: the U Version Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times—the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart; they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation three twenty to twenty-two, "Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends." Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what He is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in Second Peter three nine, "The Lord 
isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.